One shrimp is all it takes. Falling in love with me. Possibilities. One shrimp is one shrimp is all. Hello and welcome to Poor Decisions. I'm Grace, your co-host, and I'm sitting here with Sophie. Hey guys, this is Sophie. We're having a weird day. Our brains are fried, and then we started thinking of fried shrimp, and here we are. And we we made the song. I actually would credit myself for the creation of that song when we were <laughs> in Ibiza, and uh, it's just a little mood booster. You when know? we were frying shrimps for the fifty fifth time. <laughs> We fried a lot of shrimps. <laughs> and drunkenly sang, one shrimp is all it takes. One shrimp is all it takes. To fall in love with me. Yep. And then we sung it all day, every day. And this will be a very good transition to announce the theme or topic of this podcast, which is... Time zones! <laughs> totally related! Woo! I think we... Both have a few concerns to not make this episode too boring because time zones is, um, I wouldn't say like the most exciting topic ever. It might not air. This might just die with Grace and I. But we, we tried at least to make it funny by yeah. singing. Also, before we started this, we were singing. Well, I was singing Adele into the microphone. We sung. And oh, Sophie we're, has this good we're song. already half a bottle of red wine in in the hopes that it will give us more creativity. True. Um, but yeah, on that note, ah, filling it up. It's also really bad red wine. Yeah, so thanks to our sponsor, Cepa Lebrel. It's a Rioja Reserva. Um, sponsored meaning self-paid and the wine is shit. So we don't recommend, don't buy it. But next time, hopefully we have something more recommendable. And it's weird because we are big fans of Rioja, I would say. I personally am definitely a big fan and Sophie drinks what I give her. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, it sucks. It's, it's a shame. It's not good. But it's okay. We deal with what we've got. Anyway, time zones. Why are we talking about time zones, especially when we introduce it as a boring ass topic? Well, we were sitting at dinner the other day and the topic came up. Well, it wasn't really about time zones. It was more about daylight savings because... A couple of years ago, I was sitting in the car and they announced on the radio, it was like official announcement, uh, daylight savings will no longer exist because it makes no sense and everyone considers it stupid. And I was all excited because us living here in Germany, I mean, once you put in the daylight savings in October and November, whenever it comes into effect, there's just like no daylight after 4 p.m. Um, so I was excited about the fact that uh, the days actually go a bit longer, but then we figured out that that announcement isn't going to come into effect for many years to come. In fact, it isn't really there. I remember this announcement too, and I was on your side, but there is no proof. No, <laughs> there is no evidence that is happening. But then as, as we started Googling it, we then fell into this, the deep, deep depth of time zones. Deep depths. Uh, and there's actually uh, quite a lot of history to it. And it's one of those topics. We all know what time zones are. We, we all have been in a time zone. <laughs> Or not. Um, Most yeah. of us were born into a time zone. And might die in a different one. Yeah. Um, likelihood, actually. But yeah, and we wanted to talk a little bit more about those. There is actually one place you could be born in or die in. Actually, there's... No, yeah. There's only two places in the whole world that you could be born in or die in that doesn't have a time zone. So you 
die in an unknown time period. You could also, in theory, if you were born, yeah. there's like the the international dateline is through the Pacific, right? So if I'm born on one side of it, like the the <laughs> east side of it, I believe it is. Yeah, on the east Unclear. side yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. And then I die within 24 hours. Then I'm officially... And I move, sorry, I'm born on the east side of it. I then move myself over to the west side of it. And then I die. My death date is officially before my birth date, which is weird to think about. But anyway, that's not really why we're here. I don't think it would be in within 24 hours. But yeah, let's say 45 minutes. No, no, no. Because you've got 24 hour difference. Yeah. It's okay. a 24 hour difference. Like when you cross the international dateline, you go back one day. Okay, then yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But anyway, I'll give it to Grace because Grace is the one who actually knows the facts today. So where do you think you could be born where there's no time zone in the world? It would have to be somewhere somewhere insignificant to society. So some remote island somewhere. uh, I don't know. There's the Christmas islands that I always remember the name of. Something like that. No, so it's the North and South Pole because they sit on, on the lines. On the extremities. Yeah. I thought actually it would maybe be, so I, I specifically put the question as on Earth or in the world. But in theory, it could have been the International Space Station. <laughs> However, they actually do work by Greenwich Mean Time. However, their time and space goes slower due to some gravitational force that I don't understand. So actually, they you lose a bit of time in your life if you got it to space, like 0.0005 seconds, but still, that's gone. But also, you said the North and South Pole have no time zones. Does that mean, does this, does that mean that there are no, like, is there no time? So if, if I'm standing on the most northern point of the North Pole, where in the summer it's only sunny and in the winter it's only dark, is it always like noon? Psychological, uh, uh, no, it's not psychological, philosophical question, because... Technically, that technically there's time. Of course, there's always time. I don't think there is a time in that area. So I think what they do is they have clocks on the wall, like New York time, London time. So they just, I mean, they count hours, they count minutes and stuff like that, but yeah. it's not officially any given time. Not that it exactly. matters because in the North Pole, there's only polar bears and in the South Pole, only penguins and no humans. But yeah. I feel like, but aren't there humans who sit there and like, study the north pole and the south i'm not really sure yeah like five five people okay anyway not not really so important and just this is not really a fun fact this is just a general knowledge but i think it's important to clarify the greenwich mean time not greenwich mean time as other uh, non-british people would say greenwich um actually symbolizes the universal starting point for every time zone in the world so that's why we say gmt plus three or whatever it is because that's the center of the universe again bringing back this british theme <laughs> again and again although you just told me before we started this podcast that greenwich mean time was set in that was all decided before the 1900s but funnily enough it was decided by the americans no it was in a meeting in washington dc and i just like can't get my head around that some american sitting in the u.s was like we'll put the zero outside of america i agree with you but in those times i mean i i'm like i'm not a history buff so i don't know exactly what happened in those times but But i feel like the uk ruled a bit the world so it was like this empire of greatness and the americans weren't cocky yet i think that's what it was yeah 
And actually, do you know that the Americans had a vote about whether they would speak English or German in the country? So <laughs> the world would have been a very different place. <gasps> no way. This is a fun fact. I don't wow. know when it was, but it was a long time ago. Imagine how different. I, I mean, wonder if they would have caught on to the culture more as given, well. Given that meetings with Americans all, already take forever, imagine if it was in the German language where words are way longer than the meetings would be forever. I'm, I'm very happy Grace is pouring herself another drink. The bottle is almost empty and we're only like a few minutes into the episode. Fuck. Well, we have very big glasses, to be fair. <laughs> we never find wine glasses. They were like university children sitting here. But like anyway, in conclusion, children. I'm very happy that in the USA they speak English after all and not German. Me it, too. I mean, sa- we would It survive, saves us a lot of time in meetings. Yeah. I mean, saves the world a lot of hassle because... Ain't nobody got time to speak German 100% of the time. <laughs> Those of you that know us find this especially funny because we can actually speak German and choose not to speak German the majority of the time. Um, but yeah, I guess that's not surprising. So back to the US topic. Actually, the reason... So the US, this is where it was hosted that they should have 24 time zones, blah, blah, blah. But why did the US specifically want um, time zones was because the railroad existed or came into force. And it was really weird because the railroad would basically like try and run through all of the t- the states and tiny towns and shit like that, but they wouldn't know what time it was while they were going through. So communication was horrible because there were thousands of time zones in the country, which made no sense. But as soon as you have sprawl, you actually care. So this is where time zones like became a problem as soon as we started sprawling as a population. What's sprawling? Moving. Moving, expanding ourselves to more of an area. I'm not sure if that's the exact definition of sprawl. But and then how did they make time zones? They just made the train go at the same speed through the country and then they were like one hour, two hours. Yeah, they just made four different ways, split the, split the country into four. Ah, interesting. Yeah, and actually what's funny, so in Russia they have the same problem. Um, and actually what they do is that each train... I think this is Russia. I didn't put it in my notes, but I remember it. Um, they they put at each train station the time of, I think, the centralized time or whatever. They, like, pick Moscow or something. And then every train station time has that time, even though it's in a different time zone, so that the train understands if it's on time or not. Oh. Which is weird, right? Imagine going to the train station, like, oh, I wonder what the time is. It's my Russian accent. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I feel like they should have more updated systems in the meantime. but I mean, probably it doesn't say that anymore. <laughs> it's probably just like the the cargo trains that go through. Probably not passenger trains anymore. But I found I find that very interesting. Um, also, the just like spending time on weirdness of time zones. So what country in the world do you think, let's say, owns the most amount of time zones? If you could guess. I mean, it would have to be the widest country. The USA would have been a candidate, but you said it has four. If I had to pick, it would probably be Russia because it latitude-wise, it spans across the biggest space. So, no. It's France. No! <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, the key was the wording I used. So, uh, it has 12, but it's because of the territories that it holds. So, it holds a bunch of islands. Ah, okay, okay, fucking trick question. It's, uh, yeah, it's quite a tricky question. And ironically... How many time zones does Russia have? I don't have all of these facts. Oh, 
poor, poor research. Sorry. Um, but what's interesting, in the dramatic way that France has 12, China has one. <laughs> no! All of China has one! <laughs> yes. Wow. And this means that in the east, the sun doesn't rise till 10 in the morning. <laughs> Can you imagine oh. living in East China oh, just being like, for no. fuck's sake? Oh, fuck, depressing. And what, in the West, yeah. it's just like, there's party until midnight. Literally. <laughs> like, well, I think they centralized it around, I can imagine, around Beijing area. So actually, it's probably really normal there. And then, oh no, that but, is in the East. But do you know why the, they mm. decided on that? Um, just for simplicity. Simplicity or? reasons, yeah. And it was it was one of the dictators who it's always the same way, right? Like it, actually, if I go through the whole history of time zones, it's like dictators being dicks, to be honest. <laughs> so it's like I want this. What could be the biggest thing you can change in the world? The time. Therefore, <laughs> I will change the time. As, in mu- Russia, as much they as also it, changed it, but as much as it's a pain, you know that if you happen to live on the east extremity, the sun only goes up at ten. I understand the the fact of simplicity, and nobody needs to, you know, have an argument about are we meeting at this time? CT plus N or plus nine? It's all it's just all the same. True. I mean, I I get it. But it's also stupid when your country's huge. I mean, at the very least, the language that they have there, all the different dialects are so different that they don't even understand each other properly. Then at least you have one simple thing, which is that they can all meet at the same time. Or arguably, they're in provinces anyway. Why don't provinces take more power? But you know, actually talking about this, it's reminding me of Switzerland, because in each Swiss canton, of which there are... 20, 26? No, 50! Okay, That's the US. Okay, I think okay, it's 26. Okay. Maybe. 20... Embarrassing, should know Swiss Canton numbers. Anyway. This is why Grace didn't get a Swiss passport. And Sophie doesn't have one either. Um, the I would I could imagine Switzerland being a place that has like 500 time zones because we decide we are. Oh, the <laughs> Russian accents come back, sorry. <laughs> Discl- disclosure, I do know that Swiss people don't sound like Russians. <laughs> and I'm also very sorry for any Russians that I have insulted. Because that's a shitty-ass Russian accent. <laughs> yeah, insulted your accent with my Russian accent today. Um, <laughs> God, I feel so chaotic. Um, while we're on the topic of China, which we kind of got away from, but I'm going to bring it back there. It borders the country. Now the, now the hard quiz for you because you quizzed me hard last week what country does china border that has a 3.5 hour time difference which means that stepping one foot over has a 3.5 hour time difference Mm, this is then when i figure out if i have good enough geography skills to know what countries border china i would bet i mean a hundred thousand euros you're not going to get it right there Vietnam borders. I know that, but that that's not it. Uh, Nepal. No. I don't know if India. Borders. I won. I won my bet. Hundred thousand euros are mine. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Was it Vietnam? No. No, no, no. It's Afghanistan. I didn't oh. actually know that Afghanistan and China border each other. I don't no. think it's a big border. I think it's a very small border. But it's got a 3.5 hour time difference because of this whole issue of the... <laughs> the, the, the Chinese just zone. picking one. Yeah, guess. <laughs> it's just like, doesn't make sense. So if you live in Afghanistan, you're like, totally great time zones, mm-hmm. although you have other worries in your life at the moment. But in China, you know, 
<laughs> so it's not suffering. recommended to travel across the border for the weekend from Afghanistan to China or vice versa because you're I just going to be jet lagged. It's not recommended. But Although yeah. if you go from China into Afghanistan, no, all the way around. If you go from Afghanistan into China, then you can party into the late night without getting tired, and then you can come back and you're fine. This but, is always the nicer way to do yeah. it. Yeah. And then uh, to to keep going on about complicated places and dictators. We have North Korea has its own time zone and they put a 0.5 in there just to, you know, be complicated as per usual. So they're eight and a half hours at, uh, before GMT. No, after yeah, yeah, before, before. Before, before GMT. Um, and there are places with 15-minute intervals, which we were discussing at the same dinner, um, and actually, it's Nepal is one of them. Forty-five minute interval versus a normal hour. Do you know how much problems that causes in terms of like delivery times of goods or transport arrival? And generally, like school starts at nine, and people arrive at all different times. I think. For internal things, it's totally fine, like no problems at all. But for external things, it's a total ball ache. They're a country that is relatively poor and they want to become economically strong and they have to battle with a okay, stupid Okay, but there's a whole other issue with Nepal, which is I remember when we were there a few years ago, it was th the kids were saying when they were born and they were born in the year 2175 or something. I mean, they, they even deal with different years. I don't even remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's different time chaos. zones and... Oh, God. Disaster. Chaos. Anyway, I want to talk about another chaotic topic because this was what actually brought us and inspired us to this whole thing in the first place, um, which is daylight savings time. Daylight savings time is pretty messed up and there's no logical explanation for why it even came about. So I have some funny, funny stories. Like, people always think it was farmers, but actually... There's many different options. But what the story that I heard is that factory workers, which is, is it sounds like a very legit story, right? Like people working in factories, this is then after the farming times going into the factories that they can only work when there is physical daylight, which is fair enough because it was before electricity and stuff. And then they change it so that people don't have to like get up earlier or, or late and it's not awkward. Yeah, which is in, in theory, okay, but you could also just change the working hours. You know what I mean? Of course. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Changing one or the other. But yeah, there, there is that theory is there. So in World War One, they wanted to save energy and have more daylight while people worked. Um, and in World War Two, it was also used again. So it was turned on and off in these time periods. It was used again to save energy for war production. So they wanted war production to be the majority energy user and they wanted people to be awake more in the hours of and be like productive more in the daylight. Um, but the funny thing is the weird understories of the people who were the most intense lobbyers of daylight saving time. So one guy is the great-great-grandfather of Chris Martin from Coldplay. <laughs> Fun fact. And he um, fiercely advocated for it. He was a builder and he just wanted more like fun time in his life. So he fiercely advocated for his free time. There was no clarity online. Of what the man wanted to do in his free time. But However, you, said, you said he's a builder. He's a builder. No? Like like DIY, like construction shit. Yeah, like build a house, build a okay. garage. <laughs> so he just wanted more free time, so he fiercely lobbied for it. And then another guy from New Zealand, even weirder, was called George Hudson. 
He wanted to have more daylight after work to hunt for bugs in the summer because he was a big bug enthusiast. <gasps> no way. Oh my God. This is total digression. Yeah. However, um, I'm going to have to talk about my father now. My mm. father, he hunted bugs. <laughs> Butterflies, to be precise. Right? Butterflies and flies. Mm. Um, and he was, so my, my father is Danish and he, when he was 12 years old, was appointed by the National Museum of Denmark of you know animals and stuff um and he hunted different butterflies and flies and there's actually a fly named after my dad because he was the very first one to catch it the Lars so, fly I can't remember the exact name I would have to ask him Huge. again but the Larsius or something like the Larsunius Larsunius magnificus <laughs> Something like that. But so I can advocate for that. It's important to study bugs, man. Maybe your dad was also part of the movement. Maybe. But this movement is huge. So nowadays, there is still a massive movement. Guess where the movement comes from. Who really, really wants more daylight in the evening? The Spanish even more? No, no, not a, not necessarily a country. Oh, like a human. Humans. Which sets of humans? Which groups of humans? the vegans I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the vegans um no it's lobbyists of like retailers and things like that oh. the more daylight time people have the less time for example they spend on tv in malls oh. on golf the golf industry lobbied um, for it because it would bring 200 million more dollars in sales to have one extra hour of light per day no in the way the barbecue industry earns 100 million dollars more by having more daylight in the evening but sorry the logic is if there's more daylight people are more inclined to not go home and go do other things instead and shopping would be one of them or in this case in, in the case of barbecuing would be that you're more inclined to buy barbecue because it's exactly. nicer to enjoy your evening with a no some, way some industries suffer so in contrast the tv industry yeah like netflix must be netflix. lobbying in the other direction yeah. they must also be lobbying for bad weather like please can we have 265 days out of 365 of shitty weather can we shoot some rockets in the air to make some <laughs> rain Probably. <laughs> Fucked up. Probably. I prelude extra so that the sun never shines. Okay, but this one is the biggest. This one has shocked me to my core. You mentioned the other day, there are some weeks where the U.S. is slightly different to us because we have daylight saving at a different time to the U.S. Yeah, we change before them. So then, for example, to New York, we have six hours difference. And then shortly, we have five hours difference before it goes back to six. And in that time area, it's it's approximately end of October, beginning of November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this is only since 2007. This is new. Hmm. And there is one lobbyist that caused this. And it is the candy industry. No. Because of Halloween. <gasps> but what, They what sell more it? candy because more kids are going around trick-or-treating in the US. And they have more daylight time to collect <gasps> their candy. Uh, that's why they change later than we do. Yep. But in Europe, Halloween isn't a fucking thing yet. Yep. But the Europe keeps adopting U.S. policies, so probably we're gonna change. Like just the, the, the new the, the newest thing is that back to school is starting to get big here finally, and the next thing might be Halloween, which means that maybe in a couple of years our time will change at the same time as the U.S. This is so speculative. Okay, I mean, all of because of all because of Halloween. Holy motherfucking shit! But isn't it incredible how much power they have? 
Incredible. Yeah. I am. I was shook when I found out about this. Um, okay, and there's one. I mean, we're 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 again taking more time. We've learned that we we're getting braver. We're talking more. Um, but I have one more fun fact, which is that more people are killed. Um, pedestrians are killed by drivers because nearer to the time of daylight savings because people are so uncomfortable with darkness when they drive. Mm. So it's like they're getting used to it. And in that week or two, there's a lot more accidents, like 182% more accidents of pedestrians being hurt or killed by drivers. Right, because people need like two weeks time for their eyes to adjust to driving in the dark. Yeah, they're like eyes, mindset, everything. Oh, Lord. And there's more, it's true that rush hour then tends to be in the dark versus rush hour sure. being in the light. Yeah, yeah. How crazy is that? Oh, so we're actually killing people. But by you, moving is the this time. how we're going to finish off the podcast? Like <laughs> people die because so, of time zones. Basically, I think it shows how messed up the world is. So candy sales, barbecue sales, and golf sales trump death of humans. Yeah. Ah, such a beautiful world. At least we have wine, in this case, shitty wine. Sepa Labrel, again, reminder, don't buy. Do not buy. It's bad wine. Not buy. But it it has, um, it works. It it does definitely have at least 13.5% alcohol because I'm feeling great. We're going to go, Grace and I are going to go after this and eat some chicken wings. I'm really excited. Yeah. But yeah, was that all, Grace? That was everything. <laughs> that was all. I, I took too long, but I I mean, boring topic turned fun, right? Yeah. It was kind of fun. It got progressively better. So um, I wish I could have said this at the beginning, but if, yeah, fast forward towards the end. Anyways. Uh, While I'm tramping is all it takes. Falling in love with me. Possibilities. Is one tramp. Is one tramp. Have a nice day, morning, evening, night, whatever time you're listening to this. Ciao, guys. We love you. Bye. Much love.